Okay, so we finished three machleksen between Beishame and Beishelo, and now the parak ratchets down five levels. It, it's much, much, much easier from here on out. Not a walk in the park, but much easier from here on out. The next machlekes, which again seemed trivial, is, is as follows. Beishamai, Tanarabana, we are the first medium line on Nun Beis, Nun Beis. Tanarabana. Beishamai Yomrim, Mechabdim Eshabayis. You clean off the table. And then you wash my machronim. Why? Why is Beishamai so into the order how you clean up your house? Because if you say, you wash your hands first, if you're going to have good food on the table, good pieces of bread on the table, and the Mayim is going to come and people are going to splash it all over the place. This is how Rashi learns. And people are going to splash my Mayim waters all over the place. You're going to ruin good food. And that's a shame. And it's also. And therefore, and therefore, better, clean off the table first, and then wash my Mayim because you washed your hands before the meal and you washed your hands the whole meal. But the whole point, like the whole point of the last thing was any sort of liquid. Yet that comes in contact with Tumma. And your hands were washed in the beginning of the meal, so you're, you're good. And you're involved in the meal the whole time, so you're good. You're on the locking key. Um, we'll just read this, even though the Bach changes it. Avon etilas yadayim lebeishame tchila loy. But to wash the tils yadayim first, no. To wash my machinim first, no. My time of mission pirurin because of the chunks of bread. No. You anyway are going to have a knowledgeable waiter, and the waiter knows to remove all pieces of bread that are the size of a kezayis. If the shamish is a tamachacham anyway, he anyway cleared off the table the pieces of bread that are the size of a kezayis, and all he left was and he left the pieces of bread that do not have a kezayis, and therefore, Beis Hillel says, there's nothing left on the table that you need to worry about. So go right ahead. Wash my machrena, make as much mess as you want. You're not ruining anything that shouldn't be ruined because you have a shamish tamachach. This is a proof to Rabbi Yechanan. Pieces of bread that don't have a kezayis, you're able to destroy but you're able to throw out by hand. So let's just pause on that for a second before we go into this. So you look in Taisvis. So this, this is Nageya. You know, you, you have a meal, you cut up the challah, and there's pieces of challah left. So anything bigger than a kezayis, no one even says you're allowed to throw out. You must keep them. 
the strict, strict halacha is that you have to keep them until they go bad. And then you're able to throw them out. Um, my mother fed them to the birds. Like if it didn't get eaten right away, she put it out for the birds, which is what I do. My kid told me that his halacha rabbi in yeshiva said that you're not allowed to do that. But so, back to... No, 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 no. Because officially, until Tuesday, we're like still making French toast. And, and I was like, we, we put the bread in like the thing, the bread thing. No, because it has to be covered, like the bread thing. So we, we put the bread there because like we're not throwing it out, of course. But the menu comes Tuesday, whatever, or now. No one's eating the bread. At that point, I put it out for the birds, or someone does. My kid said that's still usher. I should have put out bread for the birds. What's the eight? What's the eight? You had, my, my, I said, what is your, what is your, yeah, what is your halacha rabbi want? So he said, um, he said, wait till it gets, wait till it goes bad, and then you can put it out. Yeah, you don't, you don't like that. If you wrap it, then what do they do at the show when you see bread all over the streets? Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't know where Micha comes. You should know, the guy's a huge Pesach. What? <laughs> the guy, the Halach Rebbe is a huge Pesach. Yeah, 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 that's what my mother does. It. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah, so that's Kezai's bread. Now, this could be with the Dinar Yitzchel. Less than a Kezai's, our Gemara says clearly it is mutter to throw out. Clearly. You're allowed to throw it out, you're allowed to mevaze it, you're allowed to do anything you want. No, that's what I do. I'm saying less than it because you're able to take the thing and throw it in the, in the as you tell us, call it rubbish. You're allowed to throw it in the rubbish. So now look in Tysus. This will get your attention. It's a school to get poor. To 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 disparage bread in any form, even less than a kezayis. Is a is a skula and it's kasha laniyusa. This is how the Shulchan paskins that bread above a kezayis you're not allowed to throw out. Below a kezayis you're allowed to halachically, but you know, listen, if you think if you think wearing a right to bindle and saying shai bramosh is a skula for ashiras, Taisus is saying this is a skula for anias. So be careful. Now the Mishnah Brura says. The, the Mishnah Brura says that this is only Asra, this is where this comes in, if you do on it a big bizayin, like stomp on it, or I guess thrown in the garbage. But if you put it in water, even though it gets ruined secondarily after you do that, the Mishnah Brura says that that's okay. So I think the, the way the Velt is naying is I'll be this Mishnah Brura, that's somewhere between throwing it out and being mevazit and keeping it till it gets moldy. That if you put it in something that's not the garbage, so you're, you're going to a middleman and you're not being mevazit, but you're getting rid of it. And that's where, and that's where the, the meaning of the belt comes from. That's why you put it in a bag or something else. Put it in a bag. And like, you know, like, I, I think the birds is for sure okay. I think, I think you're not, and by the way, you could crumble it Make less than because ice, then it's less that less than the thing. So bag is okay to throw it out. It's a smash from the mishabura. That's a smash from. A lot of work if you have a whole of the bread. 
that's a very big overestimation of eating. <laughs> Shouldn't make such big mistakes. Then, no, then you for sure have to, then you have to, oh, then you for sure have to make French toast that week. Anyway, okay, fine. Is there a reason why it's better to the Tiosadayim first? It seems like, like the other clothes we have, like, they don't have that issue. That, tell me, Carol, here there's really only, like, one, there's no real issue. There's no real issue, except... The reason you should wash first, Bishamah says, no, but you can't because you're going to end up... Yeah, so, 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 very good point. It's not a first, second issue. It's a, do I have to worry about the bread issue? And, like, and as we'll see as the Gemara goes on, if you don't have to worry about the bread, I don't care. And was, the question is, why am I saying, for, why am I saying clear, the thing, clear the table first so that you don't have to worry about the water? It's not a first-second issue. It's do you have to worry about the bread? And Basil, who says you have a cognizant waiter, a waiter that's conscious, then he's fine. <coughs> so says the Gemara, what, what take is the machlekes between Basham and Basil? Basham, says Gemara, Basil savri. You're not allowed to use a shamash amaretz. You must use a shamash tamochachem. And therefore, you're not going to have a problem with the bread. You're allowed to have a shamash who's an amaretz. So if you think about this for a second, in all of Shas, this may be the biggest chumrah of Beis Hillel over Beis in all of Shas. Why? Because Beis Hillel just of you from having a $10 an hour waiter. I don't know, how much does it cost to get a tutor? <laughs> you have to get a tamachacham for a waiter. All of a sudden, your cost of waiterage went up from 10 bucks an hour to $75 an hour. It's the biggest chumrah of Beis Hillel in Shas. Beis Hillel just insisted you have to have a waiter at Tamachacham. Says the Gemara, it can't be. Amr of Yisra of Hanina, Amr of Huna, Bikula Pirkin, in our entire parak, in our entire parak, that we have eight machlekes in Meisham and Beis Avada we always pass like Beis Hillel. Halachik Beis Hillel Except this one. This is unconscionable. This is untenable. It's unsustainable. We cannot, we cannot afford to paskin like Basil in this case. It's, it's prohibitively expensive. Rabbi agrees with the sentiment and couldn't be civil this. So you just switch the names. He said, Then we pass like Basil, meaning Bishama is the one that insists on having a Shamish who's a, who's a Amaretz. The bottom line is, no one can paskin like that sheet. If it's Beishil, we're not passing like him. If it's Beishamai, we're not passing like him. Whoever is the sheet that you need to have, a Shamish Tamil, a Shamish Amaretz, whoever you need to have a Shamish Amaretz, we don't paskin like. That's how the Gemara comes out. The Rabbeinu Yoyna adds another Svara that, you know, also, why we don't pass like Beishil, that you need a Shamish Tamil Chacham? Bizi Eichlin, this is a reason as far, is less bad than Bizi Tamar Chacham. Meaning, what's going on here? You're, you're draining the whole veil to make sure you don't be mavaza a piece of bread. So, what's your solution? Have Rabshach be your waiter. That's, that's the solution? 
Have a Tamochachim be your waiter? That's crazy. So says Rabbin that's why we don't pass them like Bishillo. Forget the cost. I don't care about your cost. It's shvar to be a yid. Sometimes expensive to buy a lulav and esrik. But, but I wouldn't stop at Alt's cost. Upper, are you actually rationalizing the honor of a piece of bread at the expense of an honor of a tamu chacham? Uh-uh. Why, not good. Why do you assume it's cost? I mean, the Lord said it. Would, would, I, oh. I, I was thinking that's probably what you said. It's covered. Like, it money. Martin said it. Rashi said it. Where, where are you getting why, why, is that, why are you having to have the money? Is it first uh, mass deletion? Before you said that, why isn't it that covered? Do you think where did I get that from? Because they could be teaching. They're saying Kailan charges less. They'll take anything. They're teaching. Are you saying you? So you're saying enough minalach is unless it's amchachim cheaper, then we wouldn't pass it as old. Like mishama, it's all like like the rabbi again. It's always right. I hear. I, I don't know. I don't know why I made it up. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know. I hear. I hear. Is, why can't you? Why can't like you're talking about this, you know analytics here? Why can't you train the the to like the Amaretz guy? What are the oh. oh, so I think you're going to place. Chazanish, Chazanish. I wasn't going to say this. Chazanish says like I understand what's the debate. We know and this is where Yankee gets into. We know that the Gemara Chagiga which, if you remember, was a mere 80 days ago, a mere shavera 80 days ago. The Gemara Chagiga talked about big day Amaretz or Medris L'Tamochach. So it says, I don't understand, how could you have an Amaretz as a waiter? He's going to make your food Tameh. And then, like, weren't we busy with this last eight sugis making your food not Tameh? So the Chazanish says, like, of course we pass like Bishil. You can't have a Shamash as an Amaretz. He's going to make your food Tameh. The Meiri didn't answer the Chazanish. The Meiri was 500 years before the Chazanish. But the Meiri said, no, you could train your waiter to be Tahar. You know, before he comes in, you ask him, you went to the mikveh? Okay, good. Go to work. And, and, and so I thought that's what you asked when you were saying, could you train the waiter? So I guess the Meiri would say the same thing. Train the waiter, keep him Tahar, and tell him the rules. Just like you tell him, serve the soup after everyone puts down their spoon or whatever, you tell them all the rules of the, of the thing, when the knife and fork are together, you clear the plate, then, then teach them that rule. I guess you're right. Unless non-amarets. Teach them the thing, right. Unless non-amarets means you're a shaman. Right, right, and you won't cheat. In other words, like, you know, whatever's easiest for him to get by. Right, and he'll do that, right. Anyway, no, but Yaakov, I hear, I hear. Okay, fine. Bishamay Oymrim, so then we had a machlekes in the mission about the order of Havdalah. And as we said, when we have that paper, if you want, you can look in the, uh, in the Chabura chat, there is a, uh, the handwritten chart. There was two versions of this machlekes between Misham and Misham about the order of benching Havdalah, Ner, and Besamim. So now the Gemara is just going to actually speak that out. Misham, Ner, Umazen, Ravuna, Bar Yehuda, Ikla, Lebeirava. He once went by Rava, Chazi Rava, the Baruch Abbasamim Beresha. He made a brach on the Besamim first, which sounds very familiar to us, but doesn't, but doesn't ha- doesn't come up in the Mishnah at all. Amalei Mirdi, Beshamim Besil Amarle Pligi. If you look at our Mishnah, Beshamim Besil didn't argue about the candle, the Tanya. 
First is the candle, Muslim Sam Abdullah. was first, So why on earth would you make a bracha on the can on the Basamim first? That was nobody's opinion in the Mishnah. Ani Rava Basre, no. Zu Divere Meir. You are quoting the Machlegis Bishama Vishilo in the Reb Meir version. Aval, Reb Yehuda, I'm a Reb Yehuda, has a different version of the Machlegis between Bishama Vishilo. Reb Yehuda, I'm a no, Lainachliku Bishama Vishil, Alamazan Shubatrila. First of all, Muslim is first, Abdullah is last. The whole Machlegis is. The whole machlekes is what comes first, besamim or or ner. Beshamay says first candle then besamim. And besil says besamim and then candle, and that is very familiar to us. We do this. We have besamim first, then bar then have dala. Says the Gemara, Amr Biyech and Ataka Noagu Am the Velt is Noyeg Kibes Hilla Libedur Bihuda, like Besilla Libedur Bihuda. Now this Machlekes, we have a Machlekes here in the version that we go. Of course, you make a bracha on the Yain first. Even Bishamay agreed. Afuki Yumadif, you make Havdalah last. Machlekes is candle first, Besamim second, or candle second, Besamim first. We Paskin. You make a bracha on the besam first. <coughs> no one said a reason. No one said, like every other machlekes, besham besil here, we were very, very, very analytical. We, you know, we had pshatim. What's the pshat here? So, the Ritva says, you know why, you know why you do besamim before the ner? The Ritva says, because the besamim are the covered Shabbos. That you have in Havdalah, for whatever reason you have a Nera, for whatever reason you have Besamim. The Besamim are coming something to do with Shabbos, to restore your, to restore your Neshama Yisera, to calm you down from losing Shabbos. So the Besamim are a Shabbos-related item, and therefore, Beis Hillel holds, you do the Besamim first, before the Nera, because it's related to Shabbos. Dar HaSholchan. Dar HaSholchan says... That Rosh Hashanah says it's because it's Tadir. Which means there are other times you make a bracha on Besamim. Depending if you're Svarti or not, depends on how often you do it. But there are other times you do make a bracha on Besamim. So the Hashanah says that Besamim comes first because of Tadir Shane, Tadir, Tadir Kaid. And there you never make a bracha. And there you never make a bracha. Ramer Simcha says that no. Bishame holds that ner is tadir because you use a ner much more often. So Ramer Simcha explains that the machlek is between Bishame and Bishel, and this little sugya here is actually a fundamental machlek about the parameters of tadir. Beshamay holds Tadir is measured in availability, in, in use, in commonplace. Nothing to do with a mitzvah. Nothing to do with a mitzvah. When you want to know two items, 
Which one do you do a brach on first? Which one do you? It's not which one comes up more often as a mitzvah. It's which one comes up more often as a use. And therefore, Beishamah says, Ner, you're right. You never make a bracha on a ner. I just thought of two other times. Do you make a bracha on a ner? The, not, the, not the fire. That's on the hadlaka. That's the hadlaka. It's not on the fire. This is, this is a bracha on the... On the bar ma'ayre ha'esh, it's not lahad the ner shel Hanukkah, lahad the ner shel Shavuos, right? So, so, so b'shamay holds tadir is 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 like established in general use. B'shilah holds no, tadir is how often it, it comes up as a mitzvah, and therefore since ner comes up as a mitzvah less often than b'shamim, it actually goes second, and that's the that's the machlekes between b'sham b'shilah. Okay, let's do one more, one more machlekes. <clears throat> Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. The next one was two word machlekes about two words in the bracha of Barmaresh. Bishamah said, Shebara ma'ar ha'esh. And Bishamah said, Bayrei ma'irei ha'esh. So tonight let's tackle Shebara versus Bayrei. Tomorrow we'll tackle Ma'ar and Ma'irei. Omar Rav. Says Rav, this actually is a machlekes, is a sugya we've handled in the past. And that is, a bracha needs to be accurate. And your bracha is always thanking Hashem for something in the past. You cannot thank someone for something in the future. You have to thank someone for something that he did. Did his lush and past tense. So therefore, when you talk about uh, Hadama, that you make on a pick. So you say, Hashem created fruits in the ground. This thing was created maybe six months ago. It grew and it matured and then it got, uh, uh, now it's on my plate. So thank Hashem for what happened in the past. We have this machlik is by hamaitzi. Does hamaitzi mean past tense, which it needs to mean? Or does only maitzi mean past tense? That's where we had this. So says the Gemara, Beshamai, Amarava, Bebara, to say bara like Beshamai, that's past tense. Bara is mamish past tense. That's how you would talk in Hebrew. What does bayre mean? savri is a futuristic lashon. Bayre means he's going to create it in the future. And therefore, you can't say that lashon. I'm not thanking Hashem for a fire he created in the future. I'm thanking Hashem for a fire created in the past. Therefore, Bayre is inappropriate. Basil Savri, Bayre Nami de Baramash. Basil says, no, Bayre also means past tense, and therefore Basil is okay with Bayre. Says Mark Campy. No one thinks Bayre isn't past tense. Don't accuse Beishamai of saying that Bayre is not past tense. Maser Yosef. It says in Pasik, Yoitzer Ar, Hashem created, that's in the past, light. And he created darkness. He is past tense. You think Mishama is unaware of that Pasik? Also, Yoitzer Har Hashem formed mountains. Uvayre Ruach, he created the wind. Hashem didn't create the wind in the future. He created the wind in the past. So you see, Vaiter Bayre is a past tense lotion. A third raya. Created the heavens and they're, where they're fixed and how they're planted. Again, 
When did Hashem create the heavens? In the past. So you see three. Rayas that Beirei means past tense. Do not accuse Beishamai of not believing that. Ela Amr Yosef Bebara Ubeirei Kuli Alma Lepligi Debara Mashma. Both bara and Beirei mean past tense. They are both fine. They are both acceptable. There's no real machlekes. Beishamai is okay with Beirei and Beisil is okay with bara. They they picked their shyness, but that's not the issue. We'll talk about Ma'ar and Ma'ire tomorrow.